Every day is filled with choices. You're here because you're choosing to start with a win. Get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and connect with the Win Nation. Coming to you from the podcast bunker at Fort Contos, it's Adam Contos, CEO with Start With a Win. We've got producer Mark on board today. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. What a great way to start the day, right? That's right. Starting with some positive words. Positive words. And you know what? We're going to get into a a really deep discussion about something that's incredibly important to us Mm -hmm. today because we care. We care about the people in our industry. We care about our friends. We care about our family members. We have the honor and pleasure of welcoming Carl Carter to the podcast. So Carl is a realtor, an amazing agent with Remax Elite in North Little Rock, Arkansas. And he's the founder of the Beverly Carter Foundation. Carl's Carl lost his mother, a real estate agent, at a showing in September 2014. And he's dedicated his life to helping others understand how to be safer doing the job. So we're honored to have our friend on the show today. Carl, welcome to Start With a Win. All right. Thank you so much. Such an honor. And it's, uh, I, I get to see you talk about real estate agent safety probably a couple times a year at different major events. I mean, you have been in a lot of different programs. Um, I mean, you, you run a, you're the founder of the Beverly Carter Foundation. It's a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to improving agent safety. And we're so appreciative that you do that. But uh, you've, just really made an impact on agent safety. Can you give us a little bit of, of impetus to this? Because a lot of people experience a tragedy in their lives and they don't they don't really go and do something about it. But you said, I'm gonna go do something about this. What what really caused you to feel that way? You know, I think just at the core of who I am as a person, I'm a doer and I'm a mover. And so before I lost my mom, I've been a marathoner for years. So I know what it's like to just, to just embrace the suck of a long distance run. (laughs) And so um, I've done about 40 full marathons and at least that many half marathons. And so that just keep going. I'm very blessed that my parents put that in me. And then, you know, more than that, um, I think that, my mom had me when she was 16. She was, you know, like, I know all of us guys can relate. We love our mamas and our mamas are our first love. And um, when she was taken from me so tragically, I just could not help but get to work. And um, I, I haven't uh, stopped stopped running uh, both figuratively and uh, uh, <laughs> literally too since, since losing sweet mom. Wow. Well, first of all, I, you know, it, thank you so much for what you're doing. I, uh, I'm very close to this at heart because uh, I actually came into Remax by teaching real estate agent safety, and and you and I have talked about that before. And it's it's interesting. I'm sure you've heard this many times, but you actually are making an impact where agents' lives are being saved because of what you're doing, the impact of what you're having. I mean, I, I heard it when I was teaching agent safety, people were like, I became more aware and I decided to trust my instincts or to make this change in how I operate. And it saved my life, I believe. 
how does that feel to know that you're you're out there not just working in a in an industry where you're you're conducting transactions, but you're actually helping people in the you know stay alive, live a more uh, a longer, more fulfilled life, things like that, and giving them an opportunity that they might not have otherwise had. How, how does that feel? And and do you have anything you can you can kind of expand upon that with? So whenever this all started, when the, before we were awaiting the trial of these, this husband and wife that took mom from me and the, they had quite a mouthpiece in the media. And so there was just a lot of negativity. And so I, what started as me being her voice ultimately led to, you know, speaking to the content of her character, her hard work ethic, and the things she did right which, you know, include many of the things that we all, you know, recognize and when we teach as safety instructors. And then what happened, though, is that as it turned into a safety message, but in all honesty, like that sounds like a beautiful, like nice little inspirational path, but it was anything but that. I mean, I did years of therapy because and a recurring topic was you know, I have this fear of what if I am going before people and I am telling the, this awful thing that happened to my mom, what if I am just a one-man crime show, true, true crime, that I'm just entertaining people and I'm not bringing about true change and inspiring change? And, uh, you know, luckily, thank God, um, I have had blessed validation from our peers to say, Carl, you know, it was one thing whenever I heard, you know, this stagnant safety tips by, you know, safety instructor X, but you allowing and exposing, you know, us into your your family and exposing your heart has has truly changed the way I do business. And then, you know, I've never made a hashtag out of it because it means too much for me to make it cheeky, but I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say, I thought of Beverly and they made a different decision in their business that, that could have saved their lives. So it's, it's everything, honestly, it pushes me forward. You can't find a bigger why than that. I mean, truly it's, it's very inspirational. In fact, you know, you created the foundation, the 501c3 that I mentioned before. Tell us a little bit about the foundation. What, what does the foundation do and where can people find information on it? Sure. So, you know, because mom, mom's story got so much attention, I, I don't even know that we had made it to, because she was missing for so many days and then, you know, so many days to the funeral. And, and because it was just such a big tragedy, people were like, well, we have, you have to start a nonprofit. And it's like, mm, no, I don't. That's weird. But what happened is that as I was vulnerable and allowed my story, you know, told my story, I promise you, and you've seen this, Adam, at events that we've been at, that if when I open up when the event is over, people come up to me and they say, thank you. Here's my story. And what I found is that there were people that were inspired to tell their truth about how they had been victimized. And I felt like they were laying a huge responsibility at my feet, although they didn't realize they were doing that. It was a responsibility that I picked up because it's like, I kept seeing these, these trends of, 
um, especially with female agents. I know safety applies to all of us, but it was time and time again hearing ladies tell me of stories of of assault and stalking and you know down to just creepy behavior that they have to deal with just as a female with a social media presence. You know, down to it's just and so what began to happen after all these sessions is that eventually it was just like enough is enough and surely there's something we can do to inspire change and you know it's my hope you know I always say that if it's possible you know for my mom to give me a thump on the head from heaven she would if she ever saw me instilling fear or paranoia in people Everything that we do with the nonprofit is to educate, empower agents to make preventive business practices to keep them from finding themselves, like my sweet mama did, on the second floor of a vacant home with a taser in their side. It's all about helping agents keep from those scenarios. So, so we teach and we talk and we preach and uh, sing and dance, whatever we can do to inspire uh, agents to, to think about safety, just pump the brakes a little bit. And um, it, it's such a great organization. It truly is. It's 100% volunteer and a great board of directors from all kind of cross sections of the industry. And then, of course, we love our REMAX family because it's truly through uh through R4, anyone that's ever come through the R4, uh, for the past three years, we've had a booth there. And you talk about amazing conversations with people about safety. It's uh, it's, it's life-changing. It's amazing. And, and we are so grateful that you're there to share that, especially at R4, because, you know, we have people with from over 60 countries that show up at R4. And it's not just victimization that occurs in the U.S. In fact, I have a Google alert for Realtor Attacked. But I see every time something occurs like that, and it's all over the world. I mean, all over the place you see this occurring, and obviously it shows up on Google because everything is there. But you know, it's it's interesting um, how you've put that together. What what's the uh, URL, the web address for people to check out the foundation if they want to gather some information or, or make a, a contribution? It's Beverly Carter Foundation dot org. And, um, yeah, I would encourage anyone to go and check it out. And, you know, I know it's another site to check out. So I'll give you one quick tip. If you've only got 30 seconds to hit the site, go to the training tab, go to downloadable resources, and you'll find a bunch of one sheeters that you can pull down and uh, share with people using sales meetings and so forth. It's a great, great little, almost uh, two hidden repository there. I, I love it. And, and frankly, you know, coming from a law enforcement background and, and an agent safety training background, I can, I can assure you, if, if you're not a real estate agent, um, go check it out anyway, because so many of the principles and tips that occur there are human nature safety tips. There are things that, that you and, and your team have come up with that are pertinent to people across industry. So it's it's very valuable information for anybody interested. And I encourage everybody to look into it. But um, on that note, I, I have a question for you, kind of a technical question here. So in terms of safety, mm-hmm. how important do you view the screening and verifying of the identity of a new client for a real estate professional? So knowing where you're going and who you're with and, and any of the background about them. Um, and this isn't just for real estate. This, I mean, a lot of people go unknown places with unknown people in, in their careers. So, I mean, what, what are your feelings on that? 
Well, you know, kind of my my baseline that I set, and and I do this, which makes a lot of sense, is I think about my sweet mom's story. My mom had no idea when she was going to that property that day that this couple was not from out of state. They were always from just right across town. She had no idea that this this husband was not a fine, upstanding citizen, but he was a seven-time felon that intended to hold her for ransom. And so it is at the core, in my opinion, one of the, the strongest things we can do. I will say, when I, when I hear, we, we talk a lot in our industry about tightening up how we say what we say, you know, elevating, you know, make the pitch stronger, work on the scripting. And so I will tell you this, say, for me personally, I have to continue to refine my safety script because a lot of agents, if we're, if we're honest, we will say, you know, having that initial conversation with someone say, well, you know, I know you probably never had to do this before, but I'm going to need a copy of your identifications or office policy. And I'll be sharing it with, you know, my assistant or office manager or however, whatever that process looks like. I think we can all easily empathize with the fact that someone that wants to buy a $500,000 house, if you do not approach that as the professional you are, then um, it could be off-putting. And so I'm first to acknowledge that, but it is a conversation that is worth having and worth practicing. I have felt the sting. I have been on it a number of times because I truly try to practice what I preach and I insist upon ID, meeting in a public place, or in this environment we're in now, at least insisting upon a virtual consultation so I can see the person beforehand. And um, I felt the sting of see people walk away. And what I, I don't see it as a broken process. I just see it as an opportunity that I could refine what I say. So I love your open-minded approach to that. And, you know, not everybody likes or is comfortable with being asked for identification. But, um, you know, the reality is it's for your safety and theirs as well, because something can happen to them at the showing. And, and you know, I, I think you're, you're such a, a great speaker and you're so eloquent in how you deliver that message. It's, it's interesting because sitting in the crowd and watching you deliver that, a lot of times I see agents going, I wish I could say it like him. I wish I could say it like him. But, I, you know, at the same time, you also look at it and go, I love the fact that you put it on policy. You say it's our office's policy that this happens. Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of people accept that. You're doing your job for crying out loud. You know, it's you're you're not trying to hassle them by asking for their information. You're trying to help them by asking for their information and just you know some people just feel off put by that and they don't understand that. So, um next question I have for you. You're a big thinker. I love this. You've you've been you know, involved in the industry for so long. And are, are there any particular changes that you would like to see in the industry to help with real estate agent safety? So I think that one, we have a fundamental issue that there are a lot of leaders that are afraid to try to heighten safety awareness, their safety culture the resources they provide, they're truly afraid to do, not because they don't want to just put bad information out, which I can respect, but they're also, they're very afraid of doing too much for fear of litigation. And so um, one thing I've, I've, 
I've been very active on this year, and I think that we will see bigger, better changes coming forward, is that working with our national association to say, okay, let's make some lines in the sand. If litigation is a true fear for leaders, then what are the hot topics that we need to stay away from? If personal safety is 100% on an agent and not for anyone else to consider, then we need to at least be bold enough to, to make that assertion. By the way, none of us want to make that assertion because we love and we care for one another. So I think that's big. Um, one thing that I have to tell you, and I, um, I plagiarized like crazy, So, but I, I put your name at the bottom of it. You did something in early March when the world fell apart. And that was for all of us, you put our entire brand, your reputation, you risked backlash by making the recommendation that we pump the brakes on open houses until we understood what this virus was. That's the type of leadership that we need because, in my opinion, safety culture, if we don't see a leader taking it serious, then the rest doesn't matter. If you only ever, we only ever hear Adam talk about, hey guys, how many houses you sell today? Well, okay, that's one thing. Cool. I hope I sold a bunch. But um, so kudos to you. Thank you for your leadership. But I think that fundamentally, we've got to tell our leaders how they can lead without fear of litigation. And then we need to empower them to lead. I love that. Carl, this has been an amazing program. And I mean, I told you this time was going to go by in a heartbeat, and it did. Um, and, and we're honored to, to be here talking about you know how we can make ourselves better and celebrating the memory of, of your dear mother, Beverly, um, and, and thanking you for all you do. I have one final question for you, though, and that's a question I ask everybody on this show. Carl Carter, how do you start your day with a win? I start my day for a win. So I am super nerdy and a big runner. So I start my day every day with a good long run. Of course, the distance of the run is a little impacted by the amount of wine consumed the night before. <laughs> um, but also, um, I, I get a lot of gratitude in uh, checking things off a list. So every morning I got my run, I've got my to-do list, and then I go forth and conquer. You're just an amazing human being. We appreciate having you on the program. Uh, make sure if if you're uh, down in North Little Rock, check out Carl Carter Jr. with That's Remax right. Elite. <laughs> don't forget, check out the Beverly Carter Foundation as well. And don't forget, September is National Realtor Safety Month. Please, please, if you if you know a realtor, if you're not one on this program listening, we have people all over the world. Find one you know and thank them and remind them to be safe in what they do. We're all human beings. We're out there to, to help each other. And Carl, we appreciate all you do and thank you for starting with a win. Thank you. And thank you, listener, for listening to Start With A Win. Hey, if you'd like to give us a call and leave us a message about how much you love us, go ahead and do that, 888-581-4430. Uh, don't forget to go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe, leave a five-star review. You're awesome. Thank you in advance for doing that. And hey, for more great content, head over to startwithawin.com, follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and remember, start with a win.